Shalom and welcome to this week's Think Jewish. I am attaching in the description box a link concerning the fifth sense, smell, and its connection to memory and emotional association. I will quote the piece concerning this lecture. Quote, Upon detecting a smell, the olfactory neurons in the upper part of the nose generate an impulse which is passed to the brain along the olfactory nerve. The part of the brain this arrives at first is called the olfactory bulb, which processes the signal and then passes information about the smell to other areas closely connected to it, collectively known as the limbic system. The limbic system comprises a set of structures within the brain that are regarded by scientists as playing a major role in controlling mood, memory, behavior, and emotion. The article then goes on to explain, quote, It is likely that much of our emotional response to smell is governed by association, something which is borne out by the fact that different people can have completely different perceptions of the same smell." End quote. Let's take this now to the mystical level within the teachings of Kabbalah and Hasidus. We will start with a story and then move on to a teaching. The story. The Alter Rebbe, Rab Shneir Zalman of Liadi, the founder of Chabad Lubavitch and author of the Tanya, received a gift, a Shmek Tabak, which is Yiddish for smelling tobacco, silver case. He received a silver case for smelling tobacco. This was a common item that European Jews would use. Upon receiving this gift, the Alter Rebbe said, quote, Man has one spiritual organ, sense, and they want me to contaminate that as well, end quote. The Hasidic teaching explains this phenomenon, pointing out that when someone faints, it is the sense of smell using ammonia, smelling salt, that brings him to. The verse in Genesis states, And he breathed within his nostrils a living soul, and a man became a living being. Within his nostrils. The reason for this is, that the sense of smell is connected to the internal layer and the essence of intellect within which the soul resides and from which the soul reaches out to the entire body and the body's faculties. Thus, on the mystical level, the sense of smell is the deepest of all senses and can create the greatest of changes. We will now see how this can be used in our service to God, reaching our fullest potential in our journey of life. Thus, the title of our lecture is Use Your Nose. However, we will first divert to mystical teachings that will lead us from our Torah portion to this exploration of understanding the power of association of our sense of smell. 
Our Torah portion tells us how in preparation of Esau's oncoming attack, Jacob sends Esau gifts, hoping to be able to appease Esau's anger. Hasidus takes this to be a spiritual message in which man sends gifts to God. What is the gift that mankind can give God? The three primary services that mankind has to serve God with is A. Torah study B. Prayers and sacrifices and C. Acts of kindness which represents all mitzvah observances. Of these three services it is only the service of prayer that can be the fulfillment of Jacob's verse quote and he took from what came into his hand a gift end quote the service of Torah study is not about taking from all that came into his hand Torah study is the wisdom and will of God that we open our minds to so too mitzvah observance is about doing God's will on the other hand prayer is about us talking to God in our own words asking God for our needs. We are taught that prayer takes the place of the sacrifices of old. Sacrifices as well is about what we offer to God. The majority of sacrifices that were brought by the individual were what the individual would want to offer to God. Thus the word mincha which means gift is what the Torah calls sacrifices. There is a Kabbalistic breakdown of the Hebrew word mincha. The letters MN in English which really represent the Hebrew letters of Mem and Nun in the Hebrew word mincha. Mem and Nun is the acronym of two words in Aramaic Mayin Nukvin which is feminine waters. This is the Kabbalistic terminology for the relationship which begins with an arousal from below. Thus the gift, prayers, which comes from below us to talk to God from our heart is called feminine waters. The next letter in the Hebrew letter in the word mincha, the chet, has the numerical value of eight and represents the transnational. Seven represents nature that was created in seven days, while eight represents beyond the order of nature. On a mystical level, this notion expresses itself in the power of a sacrifice, mincha, reaching into the eighth mazal of the 13 attributes of mercy. The eighth mazal of the 13 attributes of mercy is notzar, preserves kindness, which is beyond the evolution of creation, as we will later explain. The Hebrew letter He is, th that's the last letter of the word mincha. The Hebrew letter He is the last letter in God's name and it is how the sustenance is transmitted to our world. Being that this sustenance of Mincha is coming from the eighth dimension 
of the 13 attributes of mercy beyond the rules of cause and effect therefore it brings healing to the sick wealth to the poor a spouse to the bachelor or bachelorette and so on thus the word mincha in the Hebrew letters tell us that through the gift from below the feminine waters sacrifices prayer we reach into the eighth dimension above and beyond the evolution of creation transnatural and from there we draw sustenance into our world the last letter of God's name this sustenance is that which changes our present painful experiences thus the power of prayer which is mincha is to change and transform our present experience while all prayers are called mincha nevertheless amongst the three daily prayers it is the afternoon prayer that is called specifically the mincha services in contrast to the morning and evening services that are called shacharit and ma'ariv prayers the specific power of the afternoon prayer which is called mincha in being the ultimate service of feminine waters is that this prayer demands of us to stop our work of earning a living and to pray stopping in the midst of the passion and chaos of our pursuit of earning a living and to turn to God to pray this is the ultimate gift that a human can give God it is a far greater gift than praying to God in the morning before we get submerged into earning a living or the evening service after which we have already left from being submerged and earning a living this is why our sages tell us that Elijah the prophet in his battle against the priest of idol worship was not answered until his mincha prayer for the ultimate experience of drawing transnatural experiences into one's life is through the gift of the afternoon mincha prayer so too it is concerning the different services upon the altar in the holy temple there is a legal opinion that states that the morning services of shacharit represents the daily morning sacrifice and the evening services of ma'ariv represents the closing daily sacrifice while the afternoon mincha services represents the daily incense brought in the holy temple what is the difference between the service of sacrifice and the service of incense the verse states of sacrifices and I quote from numbers 28 2 my offering my food for my fire offerings a fragrance of satisfaction for me this is how God refers to sacrifices thus even though a sacrifice is also called a fragrance of satisfaction nevertheless it is primarily my food for my fire offerings incense on the other hand is solely and primarily the service of fragrance of satisfaction 
the power therein of mincha, the incense being primarily the fragrance, is also expressed in something unique and unprecedented in the service of incense. All services to God must be brought only from that which is permissible to eat, the kosher species. All sacrifices can only be brought from the kosher species of animals. However, of the eleven ingredients of the incense, there is one ingredient called mar, which comes from the blood of a non-kosher animal. This mystical secret of having a non-kosher ingredient in the incense is all about the mystical power of the feminine waters. Because the mincha prayer is the ultimate service of min feminine waters, the gift that comes from below, through stopping in the midst of total submergence of the passion of the below, money, therefore it reaches into the ultimate high, the transnatural eighth mazal of transformation. So too it is with the service of incense. The service of incense is the ultimate service of the feminine waters, coming from the ultimate below, engaging the non-kosher impurities in the service of God, and thus it reaches up to the high, ultimate high, the preservance of kindness, above and beyond the attribute of kindness from which the world was created. Thus, it has the ultimate power of transformation, transforming even the non-kosher into the ultimate service to God. This mystical secret of the transformation of incense is so powerful that the ultimate service in the Holy Temple was the one performed by the High Priest in the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur. What service did this holiest of men perform on the holiest of days in the holiest of places? The service of incense with the non-kosher ingredient in it. What is the reason for this? Because it was the highest of high, the eighth dimension of the thirteen attributes of mercy that was needed to be provoked to bring forgiveness upon everyone. This is defined in Kabbalah and Hasidis as the two nostrils of the nose. The service of incense that was performed all the days of the year in the front room of the Holy Temple is called the right nostril while the service of incense of Yom Kippur performed in the Holy of Holies is called the left nostril. On the spiritual mystical level, the right nostril is called life. It represents the breathing in oxygen, the life force, which reaches the external level of intellect, which is brought to the heart, where it is imbued into the blood, and brought to all the organs and cells of the body, giving them life. The left nostril is called in Kabbalah Hasidis life of life, for its destination is the internal essence of the intellect, in which the internal essence of the soul resides. Thus, it is the Yom Kippur service 
which is the ultimate power of transformation transforming all of our sins into the power of teshuva the gift of life and prosperity before we can get we can bring this into a practical level of guidance for us to serve God in a way that we will bring transformation into our life we need to go back to the simple story of the Torah portion now that we understand the depth of the mystical powers of a mincha gift let us ask why did Jacob send this to Esau the wicked let us first know that the mincha gift that Jacob sent to Esau was the midday service level of mincha and the incense service level of mincha we know this because the verse lists the gift and the gift was not just of kosher species of animals but it also included non-kosher species of animals Jacob sent to Esau donkeys non-kosher animal thus we know that Jacob was drawing from the highest eighth dimension of the 13 attributes of mercy to provoke a transformation in Esau to understand this we need to enter into the spiritual source of Jacob and of Esau Esau was the born firstborn he came out first while Jacob was the deeper firstborn and thus Esau ended up selling to Jacob the firstborn rights what does this mean on a mystical level above the world of tikkun which is correction orderliness which is the world of Jacob there exists the world of tohu which is chaos which is the world of Esau the world of tohu was far more powerful than the world of tikkun each emanation in the world of tohu was infinite and pure for example the emanation of kindness was infinite and pure kindness there was no influence and compilation of strictness within this emanation of kindness as it is in the world of tikkun there there is an influence and compilation within one emanation of all the opposite emanations this purity and infinite experience of the emanations in the world of tohu is what caused the chaos of tohu which ultimately caused the shattering of the world of tohu with its sparks falling into the world of tikkun where these sparks await for the Jew to refine them and elevate them by using them for mitzvot Jacob was provoking a transformation in Esau from the very source of Esau's being through the mincha transnatural powers of transformation Jacob was provoking a transformation in Esau that from his being a hating prejudiced anti-semite he should suddenly fall upon Jacob's neck hugging Jacob and kissing Jacob this transformation demanded of Jacob the deepest arousal from below the total empowerment of Jacob's feminine waters thus we now understand why Jacob was sending a sow a mincha experience 
the ultimate power of transformation. However, how can the small transform the big, the weak transform the powerful? We said that Tikkun is smaller and weaker than Tohu. Jacob was smaller and weaker than Esau. The answer is that on the internal essence level, Tikkun is more powerful than Tohu. For in the final analysis, it is Tikkun who refines the and elevates the fallen sparks of Tohu. Thus what I said before, that while Esau was the born firstborn, it was Jacob who was the deeper firstborn, and thus Esau sold him the firstborn rights, because on the internal essence, Tikkun, Jacob, is more powerful than Esau, Tohu. Tohu shattered, and Tikkun would correct and refine it. Thus, by Jacob digging deep into his inner essence, and where the ultimate purpose of existence and the ultimate desire of God lies in the power of Tikkun, Jacob was able to connect with the highest of high, the eighth dimension of the thirteen attributes of mercy, and bring about a transformation within Esau the wicked. In closing, we can now understand the practical lessons and guidance in how to bring about the Mincha transformation in our personal lives. Many of us are awed by the transformational mindset that takes place through Torah study. Many of us are spellbound by the magical power of doing service and mitzvah observance. However, transformation of reality in our physical lives happens through the service of prayer. More so, it is not through the spiritual service of prayer from a standpoint of abstinence. Quite the contrary is true. When we are immersed in our physical involvement and we feel the pain of our physical needs that we are lacking of, and from there we turn to God and pray, this is how we bring about physical transformation in our lives.